everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's March 5th, it's 2020, and we have four basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Jordan Cooper Blenderhead. How are you doing, my friend? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. It's March 4th. I'm counting the days to baseball, okay? Because the basketball seems like it, it, an hour before lock. Who knows who's sitting? It's like it's, it's, it's almost every day is – we used to be able to do this, and like once you get around till then, March, April – like this would happen. Like this is all year, so so I mean I I know we're we're gonna be previewing a four game slate, but even with this slate, there's eight people being questionable and guys who knows how much they're gonna play. And then if you play those guys, then you have to be worried about half the guys getting injured. So like it's just it seems like NBA DFS in the past month at least is just like avoiding landmines and uh, hopefully uh, not hitting on some. Yeah, um, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Like, I, I get excited for, like, NBA, like, um, playoffs. I, I have done really well in the past with NBA playoffs, and I get excited for the playoffs to start at this time of the year. So, Because well, you know playoffs, the rotation. You know that the good players yeah. are going to play, right? You just know what's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like it's one of the most predictable. Like, NBA, we always talk about is predictable as far as, like, you know, better than, like, baseball and stuff, but – for the most part, anyway. Um, but, yeah. So. Well, you can't predict who's going to forget their jersey in order to start a game. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, it's unpredictable. The, the projection model doesn't account for, for people forgetting their jersey and then getting a head injury. And I don't know if those were related. I thought maybe Kevin Porter, you know, maybe dementia. is that Was that his head injury? I don't know what happened yesterday. All right. Well, We'll have to – hopefully everybody will remember their jersey for this slate, and we're going to get started here. Uh, before we do get started, you know, I talked about the live betting show on the podcast yesterday. I hope everyone checked that out. Uh, we moved the NASCAR preview and recap show to Thursday, which is today, um, at 9 p.m. Eastern, so you can watch the free NASCAR show on Grinders Live and the Rotor Grinders YouTube page, so make sure you're checking that out. Um, so, yeah, and – if I'm not mistaken, um, it's Brits on the uh, pre-game DFS show at 11 o'clock on Grinders Live for today. So, a lot of stuff going on here for Roto Grinders today. Make sure you guys are checking it out. Uh, let's get started on this four-game slate. We start with Denver at Charlotte. No total in this game. This one's not terribly bad. Um, you know, Vonley is questionable. Devontae Graham is the reason that we don't have a total for this one. He's questionable. Um, he's dealing with a, a sprained ankle, um, you know, and he played a few days ago. Um, what are we looking at here when it comes to the Denver side of things? Well, I mean, Charlotte is a great matchup when it comes to, you know, they, they, they don't play defense, and uh, they're horrible in the front court. Uh, the problem with this game, though, the game environment, is that these are like the two slowest teams in the league. So I don't expect – I know there's no line out, but I don't expect the total to be high. But, I mean, you could take a shot on some of these guys. If anything, I'm looking at, like, Jokic at 9,500 on DraftKings. I think for GPPs, Millsap is all – it's all minutes dependent with him. He's 4,600 on DraftKings. Uh, I mean, he could play 22 minutes and put up 40 fantasy points. So if I were to target anyone on, on Denver, probably in the front court. But, I mean, you can play Murray or Barton, I guess. It's just that – I, I, I would want to play – I mean, they're, they're priced pretty well, depending on what happens with uh, with the Raptors, 
whether or not like Ibaka or Van Vliet play. Like I'm just looking around like value wise on the slate. Like I don't, I don't mind these guys for the nuggets. It's just that I don't expect the total to be that high. Yeah. And you kind of worry about this game staying close. Obviously it's a great matchup for Jokic. Charlotte's terrible against big men. Um, but like if the game doesn't stay close, is it going to be like, Jeremiah Grant, you know, playing, you know, extra minutes. Um, is it going to be Paul Millsap getting less minutes because if the game stays close or doesn't stay close, are they really going to run him out there? You know, they just have so many guys. Like, everybody's healthy here for Denver, you know. Um, they, they got they, just too many mouths to feed here for me. Like, Plumlee, Porter, there's just – there's too many. So, if I am – Playing people from this game, I'm looking at like Jamal Murray or Will Barton. Um, I, I don't mind Jokic, but if I'm playing Jokic, I have to run it back with somebody on Charlotte. No, no, I agree with you. Like, it, 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 even if this game is a low total, if it stays close, I think I think people from both sides could get there at their prices. It really com- it really comes down to that. But I think that the upside is limited in comparison to other games on the slate because you know it's it's going to be a slow game. Uh, let's go to Charlotte side. Obviously, we're going to be waiting on the Devontae Graham news here. Um, you know, we see bumps in usage for a few of these guys without Graham and Monk um, on the floor. You know, Monk's suspended. I guess I should have mentioned that he's out too still. Um, but with Graham and Monk off the floor, we're looking at bumps here. Um, what are you looking at here for Charlotte? Well, you go back to Rogier, 6,200. You could do that. Uh, uh, Cody Martin. Although that's going to be, I mean, kind of shooting dependent. I mean, he, he gets peripherals. It's just a matter of, like, he, he got there the last game shooting six for eight. So, like, it's not a slam dunk. If he, if he doesn't shoot well, even 4,500, I mean, it's a four-game slate. So, you're going to have to find value somewhere. Uh, the more interesting thing is, is the front court because Denver does play big. So, uh, Cody Zeller, 4,300. P.J. Washington, 5,500. I mean – I, I would have to assume they, they have to play big. So uh, I'm assuming Zeller would start. Biombo or Kernan Gomez would be the backups. I know they're playing like the musical chairs with the centers for the Hornets, but I just don't see P.J. Washington playing the five much in this game uh, up against either Jokic or Plumlee. So I would have to see, you know, that all these centers for the Hornets are around 4K. Uh, so I, I don't mind taking a shot on one of them. I think the more interesting thing is if Graham does play, do you play him at 5,800? Because, I mean, we've, we've seen his upside. I know hasn't really flashed it uh, in the past couple of weeks, but I think he'd be the most underpriced guy if he's in the lineup uh, and he does play this game. But uh, like I said before, it's a slow game. Uh, the Nuggets are, are likely to manhandle them. So it, it really comes down to uh, – do you think the game stays close? And if you do, I'm more likely to roster guys from both sides of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Charlotte kind of switched up their lineup the other night. Um, you know, Biombo was a, you know, coach's decision, um, did not play. Zeller back into the rotation after, you know, not playing for three straight games. They raised Zeller's price, but really he didn't do much. Um like Hernan Gomez got some minutes. It's just again, like you know, you're going into the situation like it's more of a game stack for me. I'll be honest. If Graham plays at 5800, I have a you know ton of interest. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm game stacking this game because I want it to stay close. So 
Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else here. Let's move on. We got the Clippers at Houston, 237 total. Houston favored by one. Uh, both these teams pretty much good to go as far as injury news. Damari Carroll's questionable. I don't, you know, you know, he's a guy that's playing about 15 to 18 minutes a night, so I don't think it's going to matter too much. Um, let's start here with the Clippers side of things. What do you like here for LA? Uh, I mean, you could you could play Kawhi, right? 9,300. No problem with that. What's going on with Patrick Beverly? Because he's getting minutes and doing nothing, apparently. I mean, playing 20-plus. I mean, because they added, like, Reggie Jackson. They have Marcus Morris there. I mean, we have a, we have a Clippers team that they have a large rotation. And, and with Doc Rivers, he doesn't mind using a large rotation. So, like, the safest guy is Kawhi Leonard. But when you tell me that Patrick Beverly is 3,600 facing the Rockets and, having, and being the primary defender on James Harden, uh, I mean, this seems like a place where, where Beverly may want to get up for it. I mean, I know that I, I don't want to put that into like the projections or anything, but this seems like a spot at 3,600 Beverly could exceed his value. Where am I, am, am I, am I crazy here? So they've played three times this year. He's averaging 25 minutes against them. So it, it's tough to say. With but he's 3,600. It's not like he's 5,000. He's 3,600. Uh, that. That's true. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Um, right. It's really the price. Like, if he was like 4,800, 5,000, like he was, you know, two months ago or something, I'd be like, eh, whatever. But at 30, I mean, he's, I mean, it's a four game slate. I mean, we're not, t- I mean, uh, Cody Martin or Patrick Beverly. I mean, we're talking about those types of value plays. So, like, I'd rather, if, you know, Beverly starts, plays 25 minutes. I mean, he gets, it's not like he needs to shoot to score fantasy points. Two steals, three steals, five rebounds, four assists, four points. I mean, he's thirty six hundred. Give me, give me twenty one points, twenty two points <laughs> on a four game slate. I'm good. Give me all the steals, and then some. Right, that's fine with me. Um, yeah, Beverly's really cheap. Uh, like you said, the, the safest play is Kawhi. I still think Paul George is a little underpriced. He's not, like, had that monster game, but he's been, you know, in that consistent. The games just haven't, like, stayed close. Like, the Philly game stayed close, and it was his lowest total or lowest shot total um, in a close game in a while. So, I I, I'm, I don't mind Paul George here. Um, but, again, like, they're just playing so many people. Like, Reggie Jackson is in the mix now. Like, he's playing minutes. It's just – I think Harold could absolutely crush in this matchup if they play in the minutes. Um, but again, it's just, you know, trying to figure out these guys. So um, on the Houston side of things, you know, Westbrook has been definitely a lot better now that like Capella has gone. He's been doing much more. Um, what do you like here for Houston? I think it's Harden Westbrook. And then, I mean, is Covington worth it for 6,700? I know, I know he's, I know he's getting a lot of peripherals. I know because the Rockets are playing this small ball type of type of uh, game. But, I mean, Clippers, when they play with Harrell, I mean, essentially is a small ball team as well. So, I mean, you can't rely on any of the other guys. I mean, are we going to rely on Eric Gordon for 3,800? House for 4,000? Tucker for 3,700? Tucker will play 36 minutes and get you nine fantasy points. So, like, like yeah, I guess you could do that. But, I mean, I think the main targets are Harden and Westbrook. And, uh, I, I think the ceiling for Harden is higher in this matchup with a with a high total. So for the seven hundred dollar difference, like I'm more like I'm more likely in GPP to play whoever's lower owned. 
Because I think they, I think Westbrook could get 60-plus points. I think Harden could get 60-plus points. I mean, you don't know if it's a Harden game or a Westbrook game. And uh, they're, they're both fine. But, I mean, I'm not running. Uh, for for pay-up options on the slate, like, I'm, it's not like I'm, you know, running out and trying to jam one of these guys in. I still think Kawhi on the other side is probably uh, has a higher uh, floor from just the perspective that the Clippers, you know, the way that they play, Kawhi is more likely to get 45, 50 points pretty much consistently rather than trying to guess on which one is it going to be because Harden could get 80 and Westbrook sitting there with 36 points or vice versa. Yeah, like I don't mind Covington. Um, you know, the rebounds have been insane for him. Um, it's just not – I don't feel like it's the best matchup in the world for him. Westbrook or Harden, I don't mind those guys. Like I said, you know, I, I think you pick one of those guys. Um, man, I just – I don't see a ton of value guys that I would, like, take shots on here. Um, like, House is going to play minutes. Eric Gordon's probably going to play minutes. But, like, even, like, P.J. Tucker, they're going to play minutes. It's just like, eh, you know, those guys aren't sexy. Uh, Philly at Sacramento, 222 and a half total here. Sacramento favored by five in this game. Embiid, Richardson, Simmons remain out. Bagley's out. Uh, Holmes is doubtful. We'll start here with the Philly side of things. I was shocked the other night. Um, I, I know it was the Lakers. I know it was the best matchup in the world. I know he didn't crush, but I was shocked that Tobias Harris was as low owned the other night as he was. Um, he's just – He's taking so many shots right now. Um, and I don't know if you necessarily play like a Tobias Harris in cash games, but his ceiling is just so high right now because of the shot attempts um, in any matchup. And Horford's been super consistent. Milton's been a guy that's been playing a lot of minutes. Um, Philly team with these guys out, they're, they're a team that, you know, we're getting a lot of value and a lot of options to, to look at here. Yeah, I mean, uh, small forward is, is a weak position on a four-game slate. So, like, I have no issue just playing Toby Harris, even if even just for raw points. I mean, he's putting up, what, 26 shots? He's 7,900. I mean, I'm not saying that you should be you – know, oh, he's going to get 55 fantasy points, but, I mean, 40, I mean, you, you, you're good. What are the small forwards on this slate are worth playing? So, so I think Toby is obviously the first choice to me, raw points-wise. But what, what do you think of Mike Scott at 3,800? The past two games, he played 34 minutes, 26 minutes. He's, he's, I mean, he's going to have to play minutes. Horford's playing the five. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to run out uh, old Kelly, Kelly O'Quinn or Pell or whoever, whoever the hell they're going to run out there. And it's not like Horford's playing 38 minutes. So, Mike Scott at 3,800 on a short slate like this, I, I, don't, I don't have any problem with whatsoever. And then everyone else on the team is just like YOLO GPP shots because uh, it's all shooting a penny. Glenn Robinson, Korkmaz, Tybal. Right, you know, Neto is a backup point guard because you don't know is Burks going to be in the rotation? Is Neto going to get in? I'd rather just avoid that. But I think I think the top targets here would be I would just target basically the three, four, five: Harris, Horford, Scott, and then Milton. I think is oh, is sixty five hundred, and he's shake Milton. It's not like I'm I'm, I'm I want to go out and really want to do that because his one big game he shot the lights out. So he's sixty five hundred now to get a ceiling. He's going to need forty plus points which is obviously doable against the Kings. But uh, if he's going to be popular, I don't want to play him. Yeah, the guy that I like if you're, if you're like, value shopping here is Glenn Robinson. Um, 29 minutes before the game got out of hand in the fourth quarter and they pulled all the starters. He, he played, you know, two minutes at the end of the game. But 
Uh, got a lot of run before that game kind of got out of hand. And at 4K, him and Mike Scott are like your, your bargain bin shoppers here. Um, with Robbins, with Richardson out, um, I think Glenn Robinson, there's a road for him playing, you know, 28 to 30 minutes here. He shot the ball lights out last game. I will, I will say that. But at 4K, you're not taking a lot of risk, and you already mentioned it. Small four is a pretty weak position um, typically and, you know, even weaker on a four-game slate. So Mike Scott, Glenn Robinson, um, and then I like Tobias Harris a lot. I just wanted to say it one more time. Really, really like Tobias Harris here. Um, on the Sacramento side of things, you know, it sounds like Fox is going to play. He's probable. Uh, Bielitsa, you know, when we're looking at Sacramento as a whole here, they're a team that overall is, you know, pretty cheap as well. Yeah, and uh, and you have to. You also have to realize that if you're if you're looking and and you're going doing the NBA and anal- analytics, looking for like season long defense versus whatever, you know, Embiid and Simmons and 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 Richardson are like that's the defense of the Sixers. So like, don't consider the Philadelphia 76ers as a good defensive team without those three guys in the lineup. So I'm not scared to roster any of these guys against them. So. Yeah, Fox at 8,000 on DraftKings is, I guess, I guess he has a ceiling there. But I think I'd be more inclined to taking shots on, like, Heald or Bogdanovich, even even Harrison Barnes, if you want to say that. you know. And then the centers, and then playing Giles or Len or some. I mean, I, I think someone from the Kings gets there in this game. I, I, as, as a road game, we all know the Sixers are horrible on the road compared to home. I, and they have their three, three, three of their best players out. So I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of, like, blowouts or anything in this game so like if i'm gonna play two sixers on one side i'm gonna play some someone in the kings is gonna get there at these prices uh, i just don't know who it's gonna be so for for my gpp lineups it's kind of like uh you know min min one or max two if i play like any of the sixers in a line yeah like overall i think this is a game that is probably my my favorite game just to be contrarian, like the Houston game is the best game on the slate. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say that like that game's not the best game on the slate. It's going to have the highest ownership overall. But if I'm like trying to be contrarian on this slate, I, there's so many different ways you can attack this game. So um, I think that's just one of those things that I'm going to be looking at here on a small slate, um, you know, getting three or four players from this game, um, maybe even five. So just, Give me double overtime. That's all I need. You know, that that's what uh, JSU keeps doing with Boston. He just keeps getting all those overtime games and, you know, winning 50 and 100 grand. Um, I joke around. Uh, JSU is one of my dudes. Um, Toronto Golden State, no total in this game. Gasol, Abaka, and Van Vliet are all questionable. Bowman's out. Draymond's questionable. Looney's out. And Steph Curry's going to play in this game. Um so he's been rejoined. He's going to rejoin. It was a hand injury. I, man, this is one of those things where I really hope we get some clarification, but I also see like the edge of not getting clarification um, too. Um, it's just like, how much is this guy really going to play with this team? I know they've said multiple times they're not tanking, but they're tanking. Well, I hope we don't get the news. I don't want a minutes limit announced. I, I mean, I know this is the late. I mean, this is the late game. I mean, the, this is three and a half hours after the slate locks. So, like on Fanduel, like we mean 
if we get the news, it's quite possible we don't we don't get it until after lock anyway. So if, if then, okay, I don't mind as much. Because to me, if uh if Curry's gonna play 32 minutes, he's too cheap at eight thousand. Okay, so like I don't mind playing him in GPP uh without knowing what the minutes limit are. Uh do I if I had to guess, I'm with you that I don't see him going and playing regular minutes. Yeah, you know, I I see him coming in playing 20 to 25 a game, you know, going through the motions, you know, being Steph Curry. Uh, but the, the thing is, is that if he's going to play 20 to 25 minutes uh, at the prices that everyone else is at on the Warriors, it makes them all like overpriced. So like, I'm, I, I have no interest in like anyone else on the Warriors on this, uh, on, on this slate. May, Draymond, if anything, if he plays, because he's not like reliant on shots, I guess. But, but I'm more likely, much more likely that if they don't say anything about Steph Curry, I, I don't mind taking a shot. I mean, we've seen him play 26 minutes and still put up 62 fantasy points. Uh, so why not take a shot? But I mean, I'm not going to project him for that. I, 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 don't think, I don't think any projection model should be accounting 32, 33 minutes for him. But, uh, but yeah, but so I don't consider that like a cash play or anything, unless we get the word. Maybe, maybe Kirk comes out and says, yeah, he's going to play 30 plus minutes. Okay, if, if, we, if we actually get that news, okay, then we can go with it. But other than that, I think he's a GPP play, uh, play at best without knowing it. And if we all are, only know that he's going to play 20 minutes, 8000 is still too expensive. Yeah, like I see both, I, I see both ways. I, I, I could see him easily playing the minutes in this game. Um, I, the thing is, like, would they bring him back if he was not a hundred percent? Like, he is—he's your franchise player. Like, are they really rushing him back? Like, I don't think so. So, like, I could see them playing him um, and, and like giving him normal minutes. You know, it was a—it was a hand injury too. Like, game conditioning. Maybe he plays twenty to twenty-five minutes because of that. But that's you know something you're going to roll the dice on. Like, if I'm looking at Golden State. I don't mind taking a contrarian shot on Andrew Wiggins. I don't think he'll be very popular here on a four-game slate. And I still think he's going to get his shots up, um, even with Curry. And, like, he might actually get some more open looks with Curry on the floor with him. Yeah, but we've seen Andrew Wiggins take open looks. It's still horrible shots. So it's not over. He's, he's, <laughs> he's been doing well, though, recently. Like, you know, I played him the other night. He did really well. Um, oh, so. it's, oh, you played him the other night. It has to happen again, right? That's right. <laughs> Listen, you get my philosophy. That's uh, that's why we work together, right? What, they don't want to see what they got in Michael Mulder anymore? What, they're going to give Steph Curry <laughs> his minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Kai Bowman's still out, too. So, um, Oh, that makes a big, big difference. Steph Curry almost difference. has to play now. Kai Bowman's out. He has to play. Who else is going to play point guard? Um, we, if we do get news on Draymond, I don't mind. I know we started backwards on this game. We usually start with the visiting team. But if Draymond sits in this game – um, I really don't hate Pashkel again. Uh, talked about him the other day. He's gonna get uh, really solid minutes at 5,800. Um, it's just all about this game staying close, but I don't know. It's tough because I think Toronto's the more interesting side, yeah. Like for me, when we're looking at this game, the Toronto side, like if Abaka sits, if Gasol sits, um. Like, we could potentially go back to the well on some of these, you know, cheap Toronto guys. Um, not mentioning Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Man, he 
crushed some people's uh, lineups the other night, but Busher did really well. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw, I mean, against against Golden State, they don't have to play big. So Siakam could play the five again. So Siakam at 9,100, if he's going to play, he's been, he's played 40-plus minutes a game. So if we see that these guys are out, Van Vliet, if Ibaka and Gasol are both out, like Siakam could easily play 42 minutes in this game, which includes tons of center minutes against the Warriors and Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender, Okay. So uh, I know he's 9,100, but and, and Kawhi is 9,300. But I, I can't say that if, if, you, if you project Siakam for 41 minutes, like 9,100 still probably a little too cheap for that, especially with him getting minutes at the five. So, like, I, I have no problem playing a Norman Powell at 6,600 even. I mean, the Warriors, even with Curry playing 20 to 25 minutes, I mean, it's, they're still a bad team, right? They, I mean – if anything, Curry just makes it that maybe the game stays closer than it should be. So if anything, it makes the Raptors even better because all these guys, if these questionable players are out, let, all these guys are playing max, max major minutes. So like yeah, Lowry at 8,600 on DraftKings, I, that may be a little bit of a stretch. But uh, and Ananobi at 6,400, I'm not going to rely on his, you know, good point streak going up, you know another game for 6,400, but I could definitely see playing Siakam or Powell. Oh, gotta love March NBA. There's nothing better, right? Like March yeah, NBA. But this is, is no, it's always been, this has been NBA the whole season. That's March true. NBA. This is, this is December NBA also. It's crazy to think that, right? Um, that <laughs> we haven't even got into April NBA and it's already this bad. April NBA, how, how it, April NBA, I don't even know how, how we, you could even do shows like this. April yeah. NBA, it's like everyone's – basically the Bulls injury reporting will be for every team. <laughs> right? It's going to be every uh, – half, half the team is questionable, half the team is doubtful, and then, then the people that are not injury reported will sit for load management. So like 5.30 comes around and the guy that wasn't even on the report is sitting. <laughs> so, so it's going to be nuts. When does baseball start? The 26th. Um, <laughs> all right, let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5K to 7X. Um, anybody in this price range kind of standing out to you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go if – I mean, if he's going to play 30-plus minutes, I'm going to go 30, uh, 3,800. Mike Scott. Right. Yeah, I think that um, I'm going to go to the same spot. I'm going to say Glenn Robinson. Um, we already know the injury situation for Philly. I think Glenn Robinson plays the minutes, and I don't have to like roll the dice on like uh, Devontae Graham playing or not playing for Cody Martin. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? My bust over 8K. Uh, let's see. There's not many people over 8K, so uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Lowry 8600. That's who I was gonna pick as well. Um, just, go with Jokic. It's a part of your brand. Um, I was gonna say with Lowry too, just because um, if those guys play, like he's likely not going to. Um, I would usually say Jokic, but I have a hard time not seeing him get 5x against Charlotte. Um, I'm actually gonna go with um, Kawhi. And I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about anybody outside of Lowry. And I only feel good about Lowry if those guys end up playing. So 
Um, favorite six X play. Who do you got? I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay with what I was saying before. I, if he plays 25 minutes, Patrick Beverly. All right. Listen, I know he's expensive and I know that we're not used to paying this price for him, but give me Tobias Harris here. Um, he's going to play a ton of minutes in this game. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Anybody? Okay, who would be weird on this slate? Who, who would be a we- completely weird play? Because it's a four-game slate, so you can't be that weird, right? I mean – I usually say to try to be under 10%. Under 10 – well, I mean, I don't know what the ownership's even going to look like. I mean, who, who could be – I mean, I'm, whoever, whoever doesn't start for the Hornets at center. That's a, that's a better way of putting it, right? Because we're going to know who starts, and they're going to be cheap. So if Zeller starts, that means you're going to be playing either Biombo or Hernan Gomez, knowing that you're playing kind of like Russian roulette. Because one of the guys is going to actually get backup minutes, and the other guy is going to get zero. So, like, <laughs> pick one of the two, not the starter. Because it's quite easy with Jokic that, you know, if Zeller starts, he gets two quick fouls, and then Hernan Gomez comes in and plays 32 minutes at under 4K and crushes. So that's why I'm looking at that. To me, that's the get weird spot on a four-game slate, like the backup center of your choice for the Hornets. All right. I think mine's weird today. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to kind of – you know, I always get tweeted when my, my picks aren't weird enough. But I'm going to go with Dragon Bender um, as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. If Draymond plays, you probably don't want to roll the dice on Dragon Bender, but like he's a roll of the dice no matter what to me. Um, <laughs> he's Dragon Bender, um, you know. Just uh, gosh, it's if this game blows out, he plays the minutes. If this game stays close, he could play twenty-two minutes. If it blows out, he plays twenty-six minutes. Like I, I see a lot of roads for a Dragon Bender on a four-game slate, just being like a difference maker enough in large field tournaments. So. I'm going to go with uh, Dragon Bender as my get weird GPV play of the day. Um, game selection question, FanDuel, DraftKings, doesn't matter. Yahoo, whatever site you want, cash games, tournaments, anything standing out to you today? Uh, I always highlight it on the DFS pregame show, which you should always tune in. It's a free show, right? This is a free podcast. So 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube and Roto Grinders on the videos page. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not on th- this morning, but uh, Monday, Tuesday, Fridays this month. Uh, the $1 and one 20 max on DraftKings is like the biggest tournament that you could play that like people like me can't. Like the high volume players that have over a million in entries, they can't play. And I highlighted all the time on the pregame show how uh, the late news and the ownership differences between the sharper players and the players that are more likely to play in that $1 20 max. So uh, if you're going to uh, experiment with playing, let's say if, if you're going to go and play 20 lineups, if you're going to experiment, use lineup HQ. Maybe maybe you're n- newly a premium member to Roto Grinders and you want to not just hand building lineups and fool around with the the optimizer and the lineup builder and build groups and everything like that. I think uh, obviously the mini maxes. I mean, they can't enter that either. But if you want to step up and play a 20 max tournament, I think the the one dollar uh, and one on DraftKings is perfect because, like, if late news happens at 6.30, just jam those guys because so many of the players in, in that contest don't 
take that into account and you'd see dramatic ownership differences between that and even the $4.20 max, which guys like me can play. Yes. Um, I've actually, I've highlighted that tournament uh, many times before for low stakes guys, building bankroll or building strategies uh, is another way to kind of put it there. So um, big fan of that tournament for low bankroll players, um, anybody that can play it really. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you check it out. Um, I'm going to like, I'm not going to do a specific contest today. These tiers contests have been ultra soft here recently. Um, you're not going to get rich playing them like, but there's, there's a really good steady profit in these tiers tournaments right now, because with all the injury news, people set these, set these things and they never go back and they check them because they're worried about their main lineup. So Take advantage of these tiers contests over there on DraftKings. They have anywhere, I think they have like a $3 tournament up to um, the bigger the bigger dollar tournament, I think is like a $50 today. But on the main slates, on these seven and eight game slates, oh, there's a $3, $300 and a $150 tiers contest, but they're really small. Um, on the main slates, these tier contests, people are just not going back and, and looking at these things. And like there's a $3 three entry if you want to just check it out today. That pays out 22%. Top 10's 32%. So there's and you you open these tournaments and you don't recognize any of the names in these things. Um, so check these tier contests out. They're a ton of fun. If you're if you're like at that point where salary cap is driving you nuts too, these are good contests to you know kind of check out here. So tiers contests on DraftKings, sharing sharing the secrets with you guys each and every day. Um Favorite over-under? Anything standing out to you? I know we only have two of them today. Uh, I, I always do my joke for the sports betting stuff. So, right. okay, here's, here's the question for you, Stevie. Oh. Uh, which is more like, which would you bet on happening? Marquise Chris fouling out against uh, Siakam or Ibaka, whoever plays there, or uh, Patrick Beverly getting ejected or double technicals guarding James Harden? Not Beverly, the other one. Oh, okay. So you say so you think uh, Beverly uh, is, is able to keep his hands to himself? Yes. Has so. Chris been fouling out? I, I haven't been noticing that. Maybe he has. He not, is he not playing? I, I would say he hasn't been playing enough minutes, but uh, we've seen Chris foul out in eight minutes, so like it doesn't really matter. Um. All right. So I fired up. I got Sharp Side fired up over there. If you guys haven't checked out Sharp Side, we they still have the streak contest going. Where once you get your streak, um over well sorry um over six you'll start winning 10 bucks per pick you can win up to 100 dollars per pick once you get over 21 uh so free money it's free to do this contest all you gotta do is lock in that pick um mine that i had for wednesday is still going so i don't know if my streak is alive but i'm gonna take philly plus five i'm gonna lock that in they were really competitive against the lakers the other night i think they're keep this game and it's competitive as well I know at the end of the game, the Lakers kind of spread it out and it was a 13-point game, but I think that Philly actually has a decent chance um, to keep this game close. And I could totally see the other side of this game too, but I like Philly plus five here. I hope this, I hope this line moves too. I hope that you can, you know, by the time you listen to this, it, it goes up more for Philly. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I just hope that uh, the players in my lineup don't get injured five minutes of the game like it seems like every day they do, so... So good luck to you on that. 
<laughs> on that note we're gonna get out of here um hope everyone has an awesome thursday we'll be back friday talking some more hoops uh good luck in your contest and we'll see you then